Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Ananga, it's so good to share some time with you again. You too, Shen. Thank you. Thanks for hooking up again. It is such an incredible feeling to be with you today celebrating over a hundred podcasts together. And I guess we're coming on two years of our Anxiety Slayer partnership. Yeah, we are. And to just be in this place of gratitude about it, knowing that um, this has been such a, a wonderful project for both of us and the opportunity to continue and the feedback that we've been gaining from our listeners and and then to be in the throes of very supportive promotion and celebration of our hundredth podcast. How cool is that? <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? You know, I've yeah. often um, listened to people in the past who've I've admired their work and people who've inspired me. And then you think, wow, I wonder how they started out. And I guess it all just starts with the intention to serve and to do something to help people. And very organic, actually, just one step, one mm-hmm. podcast at a time, one idea to share at a time and it's it's been a pleasure it's not been hard work it's been work but it's not been hard yeah it's certainly something that we were meant to do and the other observation that i have is we've really allowed it to flow it's been very organic very balanced effort it just feels like this is where we're at and 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 this is how we're meant to serve our community and I look forward to continuing to to share more. Me too. It's a wonderful opportunity. The internet's just such a cool thing, isn't it? You and I have never met, but we've become good friends and we've been working together and exploring together for two years. And so many people all over the world. I looked at the Google map for our podcast and there's people listening all over the place, China, India, Thailand, all over Europe, Eastern Europe, Russia. Mm. Africa, <laughs> all mm-hmm. those, these wonderful ears all over the world. It's just wonderful to know that, that they are and they are there, and I just really hope we're able to help. Mm-hmm. And I think the, uh, the feedback has been, been wonderful, knowing the direction that our listeners would like us to take, just to continue to be as supportive as we can, um, not from our own bubble, but a lot from our own experience and mm. experience with the, the people that we connect with and coach and partner with all around the world. It just comes back to this really very comfortable place. And I just love hearing the stories of people who have been able to find some peace, find some calm through the guided meditations and and some of the exercises that we've created. So it just really feels good to give back. So now that we've kind of come to this place of gratitude and feedback and and all of this good stuff. Um, Again, a big thanks to the people who support Anxiety Slayer and who are finding our materials supportive. With that in mind, I think it's a good time for us to talk about this time of year and the changing seasons for those of us who do experience that and some of the uh, tips and tools and resources that we can share uh, for self-care this time of year. Mm. Yeah, autumn is a very important season for anyone who suffers with challenges with their nervous system in any way. 
be it full brown anxiety or slight nervousness or even just, you know, accumulative stress, autumn's a really challenging season. It's one to watch out for. And the reason for that is that, as we've discussed previously, when we've touched on Ayurveda, India's ancient healing science, and if, if new listeners haven't heard us talk about that yet, then please have a browse around the Anxiety Slayer site and you'll find lots of introductory information. But basically, Ayurveda teaches us that like increases like. The same thing increases the same thing within us. So we are little... Uh, micro-representations of the energy of the universe around us, the world around us, our surroundings. And we're made up of these building blocks of air, water, fire, earth, ether. And the people that are most likely to suffer from stress and anxiety, those that are a little bit more prone to it, are the beautiful, creative, airy types. And Ayurveda calls those vata types. And autumn is the vata season. So if you look at autumn around you now, for those of us who live in countries where we're going into autumn or fall. As you look around you, you see the leaves beginning to dry, fall from the trees. You can feel that the air is becoming crisper and cooler. The air starts moving around a bit more. Typically in a, in a traditional autumn season, it becomes windier, breezier. So those things are very similar to what's going on in the Vata type body. That airy personality of the lovely, sensitive, creative Vata type they have within them movement, like the movement of the wind. They have dryness within them. They have lightness within them. They have change within them. Those are the properties of vata that are, are there in that body type. So when the autumn kicks in, it increases that within us. Like many people will notice autumn's here because their hands become more dry or their lips become more chapped and they've been okay all summer. And then all of a sudden, you notice your skin becomes more dry. You might feel more thirsty or you start to feel more sensitive to draughts and cool breezes around you, it's a really good time to wrap up and keep warm. So anyone who suffers from anxiety and notices that things get worse in the autumn can take heart that there's a reason for that. Autumn is a challenging season for anxiety sufferers, but there's plenty you can do to protect yourself. And the whole thing with Ayurveda and this science of living a long, healthy, happy life is to know how to dance with the changes. Uh-huh. Well said. I know this time of year, I like to bring in more warm drinks and make sure that my feet are nice and warm. That, you know, going from barefoot to making sure that, that I have socks or slippers mm -hmm. or an extra throw. And it's a little bit difficult to not turn the shower on really, really hot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on, I'm working on that. <laughs> And making sure to use sesame oil and the things that we've talked about before to really take care of that dryness and to protect our nervous system. And it's been such a helpful ritual. And I don't do it every day, but to cover my body in sesame oil and then take a warm shower and mm. then, and especially in the evening, you know, bundle up and really nurture myself this time of year. Yeah, really, um, really important. I think so. You know, and the other part of this too is with so much change going on all around us in the universe, to be really mindful of the importance of quiet time, mm -hmm. really allowing for rich and meaningful alone time is important this time of year. Definitely. It really is. And that's another beautiful aspect of Vata because people talk about these body types and these 
energy types that we see around us in the in the changing seasons in the it's in everything this ayurvedic wisdom of the elements in the tastes in our food but we tend to look at things when there's a problem so people re very readily identify with the problems of vata that they can be a little antsy nervous prone to anxiety prone to dry skin cracking joints dry hair all kinds of different things like that aches and pains random pains moving pains those are the challenges of vata but the beautiful side of vata is vata's creativity and wisdom and humor vata types are very very funny they're really great people to be with when they're balanced they're extremely entertaining wonderful company and also vata has within it wisdom renunciation vata types can be very good at switching off from materialism and really going within and being quite contemplative and that autumn season when we see the leaves falling from the trees everything gets stripped back and everything goes into kind of this quietness that comes with winter when everything slows down and vata's a preparation for that so it's a great time to be still it's a great time to meditate to when the sun isn't around outside as much as we like then bring a little sun inside with a candle you know you've still got that energy mm -hmm. of the sun a mini sun and sit and meditate on that and just be still and bring the warmth into your life that way do some inspirational reading some meditation perhaps find a mantra that you like to chant out loud or in your mind and just ground yourself with a healthy supportive routine and then autumn becomes an amazingly contemplative experience rather than a, a stressful challenging one where we feel that we're being affected by the season when we learn to move and flow with the season then it's, it's a very wonderful time for really digging in and looking after yourself. And wouldn't you say that while this particular time of year might be more um, sensitive for Vana types, that it's still also um, very much a part of the, the Kapha or the Pitta experience as well? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're all affected by whatever season we're going through. It's just that Vata resonates more closely because it's more like autumn in nature, that movement, mm -hmm. the change, the dryness, the austerity of the leaves right, falling and right. the, the flowers are going. It's, it's, it's very much in line, whereas Kafa is more exacerbated by the end of winter and beginning of spring when everything's melting and thawing and that's more of a, a Kafa time. And Pitta resonates more strongly with the heat of summer, particularly humid heat. But still, that seasonal influence, you're right, it's there for all of us and mm -hmm. nature's a wonderful reminder you know a wonderful moving meditation when we look at this time of year to start to just wind down a bit go inside a bit become a little bit more internal a bit more focused on our self-care and just come away from pitta loves cold drinks and ice cream and you know ice cubes in the drinks in the summer now's the time to really come away from that if you can and nourish your body mm -hmm. with warm drinks and slightly spicy teas and flush the body through, really look at hydrating the body on a deeper level. So yeah, there's lessons for us and, and meditations for us in all the seasons, whatever type we are. I think the other thing to bring up is the importance of changing things up in your environment mm -hmm. before the winter comes. That, you know, right now, paying attention to the cues of nature and, and just being mindful of, okay, there's probably going to be more time inside. Not only internally in our bodies and, and souls but inside our homes and mm -hmm. um to 
take some time to change up that environment to make it something that's that's just a little bit different. Maybe you know, moving, rearranging your space a little bit, moving your pictures and prize possessions around and and just kind of reinvigorating your space maybe time to change up your altar if you have one those kinds of things I know for me I find that to be really nice to just change it up and then it's a new beginning when everything else is is sort of dying off yeah around you yeah that's a really nice a nice thought and again by finding something that you like to do to move with the season then you you feel less ensnared by it for want of a better word I remember I used to dread autumn I used to not like the nights drawing in at all it really used to affect my mind in a negative way I used to start to feel quite claustrophobic and contained by it so since I'm not mighty enough to change that (laughs) I can't Mm -hmm. do anything about that that's autumn that's what happens so this is what we're learning in personal development we have the things we can change and the things we can't I can't change that but I can change how I respond to it So Mm -hmm. now when autumn comes, I make sure that wherever there's bright daylight, I'm in it. So that Mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, it's starting to get dark in the UK now about seven o'clock at night, whereas we're enjoying evenings that went on till half past nine, maybe 10 Mm -hmm. o'clock. So less daylight. um, But rather than just thinking, oh, God, the, the light's gone and that's the end of the day. And you sort of draw the curtains and think, oh, I hardly saw it because I was at my desk or I was doing this or that then my way of dealing with that was to make sure that I made the most of what light was there by taking a walk or stepping outside in the morning as the sun comes up and just really being in tune with what light there is there in the day. And then when the evening settles in earlier, it's not such a big deal because you've you've been in touch with some sunlight and taken the opportunity. Or if it's an overcast day, which days often are here in the UK, then to use candles or a natural fire if you can. And again, just invite that energy of the sun into your home. Use bright colours, use warm scents, essential oils that are warm and spicy. Make your dishes a little bit more spicy. Take advantage of squashes and pumpkins and nuts, seasonal foods that are available, and really try and get into it than feel that you need to get away from it. Right. I think that's really great advice. And it's fun. I mean, part of the reason why I love living in an area in the United States that that is seasonal is to change things up in my environment and to be mindful of the harvest right now and what's available. It's fun to go to the pumpkin patch. It's fun to do these little rituals that we do with our families to celebrate this time of year. And because again, there's no fighting it. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> here it is. It, here it for, is. For, for those of us that are living in that kind of environment, it's, it's very similar in Northern Michigan to what you experience in the UK. The light goes away just as fast and there are a lot of gray days. And yet just purely by bringing a, a brand new candle into an environment or like you said, um, if you're if you're lucky enough to have a fireplace or a space where you can have a campfire, mm. to just realize how much of that we have at our disposal, to just do the very best we can to celebrate what we've got, because within moments, it's winter. Yeah, we owe it to ourselves to prepare and to move through the transition, the seasonal transition, as gracefully as we possibly can. I think we've touched on some supportive ideas for this time of year and 
certainly expect that you and I will explore this idea further through our upcoming podcasts. And I think this would probably be a good time to bring our listeners up to date on our 30-day celebration. Would you like to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's just something that came to mind to celebrate that we have now released 100 podcasts and just a way of saying thank you to our listeners. Thank you for your support and your feedback. You can't be a podcaster without listeners. And so big thanks to everyone. And just wanting to share something at this time of transition, knowing that autumn can be a challenging time, just something to help support people through a little daily, something that I hope is uplifting and something to try to look after yourself. The idea of the 30-day quest is a little something every day that's easy to do that over time leads to big change. And I'd be very interested to hear at the end of the month how people are feeling compared to how they were doing at the beginning just by taking a few minutes each day to do something very simple, learn a new breathing exercise. We've shared a few breathing techniques and we have a few more queued up to share or to just take time out. Sunday we were just encouraging everyone to do something relaxing, be still, take time out, whether it's a bubble bath or a short walk or reading something inspiring, just to take a few minutes to be really still and self-supporting, peaceful. So very simple tips, but things that we both know and have practiced over the years, so we know that they make a difference. Well, thanks so much for sharing time today. And happy birthday to your beautiful daughter. <laughs> Thank you very much. Who was born on the first day of autumn? Do you feel mentally Enjoy and we'll, we'll come together again soon for yeah. another Slayer session. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Me too. Do you worry that you will never be able to properly rest and relax? If you're sick and tired of feeling like you're taking one step forward and two steps back, the Anxiety Rescue Kit can help you find your feet and move forward in conquering your anxiety. The Anxiety Rescue Kit is a collection of written advice and guided relaxation exercises to help you address mental overload and anxiety, especially if you feel you are experiencing a relapse or setback. To find out more, visit the Slayer Store at anxietyslayer.com. <laughs>